Welcome back to the Chief Off Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, John Hook and Kenneth O'Neill. And we are doing our SmackDown recap. Uh, pretty good show. Gotta, gotta be honest. I was very, very impressed with the uh, show tonight. John, what'd you think? Yeah, I thought it was really similar to Raw. Uh, very fast. Uh, a lot of matches. Uh, I, I'm, I enjoy it when they don't have as many promos and, you know, not having like so-and-so will be on the next show. I mean, they did have that, but, you know, you didn't have like the, the Veer Mahan or whatever the hell his name is. He's coming. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just quick blurbs, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, oh, this is happening next week and then on to the next thing. And if I'm really hoping in this is the direction Triple H takes it, like, really hoping because I'm very happy with it. But with that being said, John, why don't you take us away on the, uh, the recap here, buddy? Yeah, so SmackDown started off. Uh, we didn't even get the full uh, intro or entrances from uh, AJ and Ray. It, it started off with uh, Edge coming in, and I mean, it started off hot. And uh, for lack of a better word, this match was uh, phenomenal. Uh, outside, <laughs> of, outside of Edge's botch, I think he was supposed to spear Ray whenever he jumped off the top rope. Yeah, that was kind of a missed opportunity there. But what I will say, though, is 90, I'm going to say 90% of the time, the person who comes out to their theme music is usually the one that wins the match. Like with Ray and AJR to being in there, I was like, oh, this is it's going to be Edge's run. And then it never transpired. And AJ won. And that first triple threat was amazing. Yeah. Very, 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 very impressed with that match. And they wasted a little time to get to the second match after that uh, with Seamus, Bobby, and uh, Austin Theory. Uh, with, uh, I mean, I, I really liked how, we talked about this in the group chat, I really liked how they booked Seamus in this. They made him basically go toe-to-toe with Bobby, who's supposed to be like similar to a Brock Lesnar type. The Almighty. Yeah. Bobby ended up getting busted open in this, but still got the win. Uh, this really entertaining. I don't think it was as good as the first match, but it, it was still pretty good. Sheamus can carry a match, dude, like day in and day out. I mean, like he is so just underappreciated by so many people, I think. Because, I mean, like he, he truly carried that match, in my opinion. Like he, with both of them, you know what I mean? Austin, I'm just getting kind of. Lost and lost the theory here, man. Like he looked good. I mean, he had a lot of explosive moves and stuff, but you know, I think Seamus the one who carried it, and I think we all kind of knew Bobby was gonna come on top of that one. Um, yeah, but uh, theory's drop kick though, he gets that, ro- that rolling drop kick. Well, the no, the one where he just gets—I don't even know how to describe it. He gets like his feet are eye level, and he planks out. He always does like a he does like a, a, a roll and then he pops up and does it. Um it is very impressive because he gets like all the height, you know what I'm saying? But like yeah, he always does it like because like he even does it like sometimes like through the rope, you know what I'm saying? Like he'll jump through the rope and then like pop up and yeah, like I said, he got both of their ear ear holes, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like he hit him in the shoulder, I mean he got him in the ear holes. Yeah. That's he did the same thing to Cena in the, in the WrestleMania match, and there, there's a lot of mm-hmm. pictures that came out of that. Yeah, it's 
his recent matches haven't been all that great, but he's got one hell of a move set. Yeah. He just needs to get back to singles. I mean, he's been in a lot of triple threats here. He hasn't been in a one-on-one since Cena at WrestleMania, so I think now that, you know, Brock's not back, but Bobby went through this and kind of, you know, which we'll talk about here in a little bit, but I was uh, I was impressed, man. Like I said, it was it was a good match too. I mean, I'm not gonna sit and take anything away from it. It wasn't was a bad match, but you know, it definitely didn't hold up as good as the first one. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Baron Corbin again getting buried by Cameron Grimes. Um, this is this is my hot take. Cameron Grimes looks like a damn jobber, man. Yeah, to be honest, that was my my bathroom break match. I mean, if that had been the quickest piss of your life. I, I saw Cameron Grimes come out and went to a piss and came back out and it was over. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's fair. Like, his entrance was longer than the actual match. But I couldn't even tell you what happened on that. I didn't even say anything. Yeah, I looked down at my phone as soon as the bell rung, and by the time I looked back up, it was over. It's like, oh, okay, right. well, I guess we're just going to keep burying Corbin. I mean, I'll... I like Baron Corbin as long as they book him right, but man, I don't, I don't know what this guy did to to piss somebody off in the back. But good lord, he was like in pay per views, you know what I mean? And like now, like I mean, he's barely appearing on shows, and he had a like, seven second match tonight. And three, that was yeah. the, the the count. Yeah, it's it's a shame him and Dolph Ziggler are getting the the jobber uh, jobber treatment. It's easy for me to say. But Cameron yeah. Grimes doesn't look like I don't I don't know man. He doesn't he, he looks like he wants an AEW. <laughs> That'll be one of their say. pillars. <laughs> yeah, but he looks like he looks like a mid Carter for yeah I guess AEW or Ring of Honor or something. Nothing against well, those guys, but they just I don't know man. We'll move, on. we'll move on before I go in too hard on this dude. He just, he, this is his <laughs> debut match. But, Carry on. Yeah. Uh, after that, it was it was nice to see Roman show up to his job for the first time in a couple of months. Yeah. WrestleMania 39. That was, that was nice to see. You know, if we didn't show up to our job for, you know, a couple of months, we, you know, we get fired. Uh, you know, just gotta have a very good contract, I guess. Uh, I guess that's what it comes down to. Uh, fun fact: uh, with all the appearances that Logan Paul's made with WWE, he has the exact same amount of appearances since WrestleMania <laughs> as Roman has. Maybe not on TV, definitely not on the TV, but like public appearances, the same—a whopping number of two. Oh, well, you know. The tribal chief, just acknowledging. Yeah, tribal queef, whatever. But same thing. Uh, this segment was—I thought we, you know, I, I knew this was going to move just an inch at a time. But I thought this—I thought we'd get like a little bit of what we could see in the future here. But I mean, we did. But just feels like this is dragging along, just moving inch by inch at a time. I'm trying to figure out what I'm trying to say here. I'm sorry. But you're good. I, I I think we're all just kind of over this bloodline Kevin Sammy match. Yeah. And now we got the tribal chief and solo and 
I if they win, I'm just I'm I don't even know what I'm gonna do. You know, part of me thinks it would be kind of cool to see Roman with four belts, but the other, the main part of me is like, we're only going to see these championships once every two months. It just, it doesn't make sense. I mean, for Solo and Roman, you know, I, I don't know. I did like J- Jimmy not caving in. Even when he got moved in the face, went back after Roman. And then Jay stepping in, being the one to apologize, saying they're gonna bring the titles back. Um, that was a nice little uh nice little nod to Jimmy not bound down. Appreciate you there, big guy, because you know I really thought that he'd been the first one to crumble. But I knew something weird was gonna happen when Solo kinda had that standoffish stuff looking at Jay and I was like, Oh yeah, well, they're gonna bash the USOs this this episode and they did. Um you know, they dedicated the Match to the Wild Samoans and um, ah, I'm with you, man. This is it just needs to end be done. It's getting yeah, it's getting old. But yeah, we will get to see them uh, challenge Sammy and KO at Night of Champions. I'm not expecting to see too much here. I'm just expecting to keep dragging it along until WrestleMania season next next year. So, I'd like to be proven wrong, though, but we're going to go ahead and move on from that. So we can spend a whole episode talking about that. Yeah, I think we've we've spent <laughs> we spent full episodes before talking about it, without a doubt. But you know, I'll I will put the uh, put a word in for Dakota, the other the other founding father of this podcast. He is uh, currently working. Uh, hopefully, he'll be on with me Monday. Oh, me and Ken on Monday. But uh, Dakota thinks that this, this is going to turn out pretty good. We'll see. But uh, moving on, uh, we had Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Damage Control for the Women's Tag Team Championships. Uh, before the match started, you know, they showed a big graphic on the screen of uh, the title. Uh, I saw the Intercontinental Championship. I don't know if you saw that on your TV. I wasn't paying attention when they were doing the opening there. I was uh, dealing with the children. Gotcha. But I watched the match. I just didn't see like the opening sequel. Like I saw them come out. Then like I waited like the bell rang, and then so I got back into the the show. Yeah, Th- this match was was a uh, was fun. We got to see Raquel use Morgan as a weapon. That was as always, and I love it. That's fun. They make such a great tag team. We love big and little tags on this podcast. That's for sure. We do. We do. And I've got to give them credit. They uh, they definitely put on a show. I mean, it was a good match. Through and through. Uh, not a whole lot of uh, mishaps or mistakes, though. And it's always nice you know, to see Bailey, you know, damage control. Um, there's no power bomb outside the ring, though. Yeah. They did, it, they did it in the ring. I wonder why. No idea. I, I was kind of hoping for a Bailey turn on on uh, on damage control here. I think it's coming because Bailey kind of referenced Roman, and then she also kind of romance like being a strong, like mentioned being a strong leader. And even when they come up short. So I, I think 
you kind of seen the thing there too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's really no more story for Bailey. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of weird. In my opinion, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, Liv and Raquel obviously got the win here. So they will be defending their tag team titles on Raw. Uh, I'm already blanking on who they're defending it against. Oh, uh, the, 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 the fighting carrots. Oh, that's right. She's they're coming back against uh, Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Yeah. Well, we did have those uh, girls from NXT. Uh, was it Alba Fire? Whoever else it was. Yeah, they showed um, them a, a good five or six times during the match. Yeah, so kind of setting up the next match after that. But, yeah, I forgot that they're going against the Cairns. Hopefully it's not a good match. Last time they got in the ring, it was pretty good. Right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and move on from that. Uh, next we had Bianca coming out for her championship uh, celebration. Uh, as soon as this started, with her hugging her family and all that, you had to see this coming. Somebody's going to come out and do something to her. And here come Oscar down the ramp and then uh, hit her with the poison mist. And Bianca sold the shit out of it. And continued to sell it. And can I just say I'm so happy Oscar's back here. We haven't seen her since WrestleMania. I didn't Was even, she even drafted? Uh, I, th- I think so. Uh, to be honest, I didn't... It's not that I don't pay attention. I just didn't realize that she hadn't been back since WrestleMania. No, she's not done anything since WrestleMania. Got a little too focused in on them, uh, that new championship title, and I guess I just forgot everything else existed. <laughs> That's why we're not in creative. I mean, we could be in creative. They kind of book women's uh, the women's division like shit. So, oh, we could, we could, we could, we could. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I honestly thought Bianca was gonna come down. Like uh, that, that's what, or not Bianca, but uh, Rhea. That, that's what I was waiting. I thought Rhea was coming down and setting up that match, but no. Oscar, not mad at it. Love it. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to swap the uh, women's championship titles. It's so weird. Yeah. That they really and, should have to drop the titles. Right. That and splitting the uh, the undisputed uh, tag team championships. Yeah. I got a conspiracy theory after we get done with this, so I'll save it right. after. You want to do a grounds with our gears uh, segment today, or you want to hold yeah, that off till Monday? We'll, we'll do a quick one. We'll do, we'll do an abbreviated version. We won't have to do a full on. We'll do an abbreviated. All right, because I'd like to save one for uh, Dakota on Monday. I'll just do a grind my gears on this tonight. Sounds good to me. Uh, after that, uh, after the uh, Bianca and Oscar situation, we had AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley with AJ getting the win. By pinning Bobby. Can you believe that? You know how many times Bobby's been pinned clean in the last two years? Not many. Uh, if, correct me if I'm wrong. I think it's only been two, and that's one of them. The other one being from Roman. Yeah, like I said, dude, I was utterly blown away because you know what I thought was going to happen? Bronson what? Reed. I thought Bronson Reed was going to come in and mess us up, but I was so happy when AJ got the clean win that I... I'm ready to get my final verdict on the show already. I'm going to give it an A. 
Because there was no buffoonery. There was no fuckery. Like, there was no, like, oh, no. Guess what? Somebody's coming out. Like, there was none of it. This week has been great. I've loved every bit of this week. And seeing Bobby get pinned and knowing that we're going to get AJ versus Seth, absolute barn burner, puts me in a happy place. They better give them boys an hour. It better be the main event and just let them cook. They, they I don't care if it's just one in the morning. Yeah. Well, it's going to be on a premium live event, so they can go as long as they want. God bless, dude. Like, that was the dream. I knew Bobby was going to win the first go around. Like, I was hoping for uh, Seamus, but I didn't have any hope in it. Um,. I kind of knew Bobby was coming out. And hats off to Bobby for actually going on like a 20, 30-minute match. Typically, he's in those like 10, 15s. But you can tell he was gassed a little bit there towards the end. But damn it, dude. What a great match. Yeah, also shout out to Bobby for working through uh, that big bump he had on the top of his head. And busted up it again. So, yeah, like I said, man, hats off to Bobby. Hats off to AJ. I am just so... Looking forward to this AJ versus Seth Rollins match. It's gonna it's yeah. gonna be a barn burner, dude. They're gonna, they're gonna burn the house down. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, also, big shout out to the commentary team uh, talking about how Bobby lost two pints of blood. Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. He, uh, no, no. I, I appreciate them selling the story, but no, no, not even close. Maybe, maybe Brock had that, and that's that's pushing it. Two points is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Like that's damn near getting woozy feeling. Blood mouse, you know. But I uh, can we just man hats off to AJ Styles getting to see a phenomenal form again. A little bit of a calf crusher. Like that. we got to see it all, man. He put on two great two great matches, and I am I'm really excited. We're not getting these uh, messy finishes, dude. It's been so nice. So nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, finally, we're getting. I think they're hearing us. I think they're hearing us. <laughs> yeah. But I, I hope to, so. To double down on your uh, on your grading for the show, I'm going to give it an A as well. I, I love the fast paced stuff. I don't like the uh, constant promos every week. Uh, I like I like it when they cut straight to it. It, it it kind of threw me off though how they uh, just started the show with two guys not getting the, their entrance. But I don't do for, especially for the tournament. Big names. I, I I dig it though to an extent. Just setting the tone early and using the entire two hours of the show. Not a second wasted. Not one. That's that's. I want to give it an A plus. The only thing holding it back is if the bloodline had like just a little bit more of a turn in it, you know, we would yeah. have like the Usos just straight up leaving the bloodline and maybe getting a little bit of a brawl in there. This would have been an A plus. Yeah. All right. Let me get into this grinds my gears prediction segment real quick. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's get to it. Here we are. Roman taking two months off, walking back in the door, building that, trying to build that bloodline story that's dead. I 
you know, hats off to him for trying. But now we're back in another title match that he's not earned or whatever. But yeah, he's the tribal chief. He's, you know, he's one I know. I get it. Whatever. What I'm saying is there's so many other tag teams out there right now that just we need to get Kevin and Sammy away from the bloodline. We got the Street Profits. We got Ricochet and Braun Strowman. We got Alpha Academy. We've got we've got so many tag teams. We keep tying up Kevin and Sammy and his dumbass storylines with the bloodline. Oh, so Roman's bringing back the titles. Ah, no, what's going to happen is the Usos are going to come out and try to help and end up costing them the titles, which is going to cause further dissension. I'm calling it now. Just yeah. stop. Here's a, Stop. Here's, a little, here's a little thing I wanted to throw in there. We didn't think we'd see Kevin and Sammy with the titles in Saudi Arabia. We did not. We yeah. did not. We called this a while back on the YouTube channel that uh, we thought they were going to drop it before then. I think, Ken, I think I thought, you called that. I did. I thought that they were going to drop it, the, the WrestleMania rematch. Um, it was enough to ruin the streak. It was enough to put bigger cracks in there, but, you know, like, the way they're doing right now, like, you know, it, it's falling apart. Cool, great. But... Yeah, you you went from one of the best storylines ever to... She just running the boat. Yeah, like, like, the, our conversation on the group chat. Dakota said, let him cook, and I said, it's been sitting out for a while. It's been cooked. It's so stale, it's growing mold. This would just be a perfect opportunity to tonight, like we said, like we I just I was hoping we we're gonna get a as much as I hate the move, but just to sell the story, one was gonna get poked in the throat, one was gonna catch a Superman punch, and then that was gonna set up the match between those four at Night of Champions, where it was gonna be solo and Roman versus the Usos. I'd much rather have that than we're trying to drag out this fight with Kevin and Sammy even more. It's done. It's over. Sammy and Kevin beat him twice. We don't need a solo in Roman versus them. Just let them do their own thing. But we got to keep tying them in the story. It's getting old. It's getting old. They're not even and on the Roman same show anymore at this point. They're not even on the same show. There's no Kevin and Sammy problem. They're on a different show. But here's my problem, though, right? And this, and I think this is the thing that drives us most crazy is... Roman doesn't work half the year. Cool, get that since contract. He earned it. You know, he carried the WWE during that that hard time. Cool, get it, understand it, whatever, love it, appreciate it. Okay, whatever. But you've got the unified tag team champs in Kevin and Sammy. They should be able to go between show to show. They should be free agents because they hold the titles. That's the way that they should have drafted them. It's not drafting them to a show, but keeping them as free agents because they hold both titles. So that way they can drop a set of titles specifically to whichever show they lose it to. So as free agents, they could have went to Raw, lost to, let's just say, Braun and Ricochet, and lost the Raw tag team titles. And then they can go to SmackDown and be the SmackDown champs. You know what I'm saying? Like, so they had a prime opportunity to split the titles right there, and they blew it. Yeah, you know, they could have just did it like they used to back in the old draft. Uh, but they just took the title away from you as soon as you went from the the brand that it was on. Right. And I felt like they could have done the same thing with Roman and the Universal titles. It's the Universal Undisputed Championship right now. 
and it's a thousand days. No, it's the Universal Championship. They should have converted the WWE Heavyweight Championship to the Raw Universal like Championships. So that way, it's a SmackDown versus Raw. Then he unifies them. Now he can go back and forth between both shows. I yeah. feel like we could have got a bigger push that way because it's a Universal. It's supposed to be higher than the World Heavyweight Championship because it's like the WWE Championship. Cool, I got it. Great. Yeah. But now we're trying to bring back in this new World Heavyweight Championship and, and everyone's confused and they, they've tried to explain it and it's it's great. You, you may be able to explain it to where it's a, a passable story. But that's just it's just a passable story. It's not believable. Yeah. I, I just want the old days back where you got the WWE Championship and the World Heavyweight Championship. I'm tired of the Universal title. I've never liked it in the first place. I'm not even sure where it really came from because, like, I wasn't in wrestling when that title became a thing. Like, it was the John Cena Rock uh, timeline when I kind of got back into it a little bit when The Rock beat Cena for the Spinner title and then came back and was like, we need to bring a title that, you know, the forefather, you know, can be proud of and, you know, like all that stuff. And he brought back the, the WWE Championship. But, dear God, dude, like, can we. <sighs> Go ahead, buddy. Sorry, I'm going off. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Uh, I I just don't like having I don't like having four belts look identical. Actually, there's well, yeah, because the women's championships and the universal and the WWE championship all look the same. I don't like how the tag belts look the same. But you go uh, back, that's why the the big gold was so unique, man. Like it it, it looked like nothing ever before and then you had the big big eagle and then you had the big gold and you had those cool titles and then they made it together and then they made it one undisputed championship and then they went back to a heavyweight and a a universal which is now the WWE championship and then now they've combined those again but they're not combining to make it one belt like what the (laughs) you know what I mean yeah I'm Here's what I'm going to do, though, as a fan. I'm going to give Triple H the opportunity. Because I've always said that I think Triple H is just kind of finishing up a lot of the storylines that Vince and him built from the get-go, which is great. Happy for it. I've taken Backlash as the launching point for Triple H, but can we figure out this belt situation? Because I just gave you the solution by putting Kevin and Sammy as free agents and do the same thing with Roman. So that way they can go back for 20 ball shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just... Uh, I'm, the whole belt situation doesn't make any sense. I I just miss the old days where it's like, all right, you get drafted uh You got drafted to Raw or you got drafted to SmackDown. You, you got the Raw title. You're going to SmackDown. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. Right. You know, just, just, that's the way it was. I mean, and... Shout out to Jim God, did you, you, you go back to the... WCW days, right? Like, you couldn't hold two titles. Like, when Goldberg had the U.S. and then he beat Hogan for the world, you couldn't hold both, so you had to vacate one. Like, I think it should be the same way. Like, no champion should be able to hold two different titles. You know what I'm saying? Like, without conceding one. Yeah, you're you're holding the entire company hostage. And this is why we have the situation we're in now. Right. 
The only good thing to come out of this was they built up the IC and the U.S. Championship. That is the only good thing to come out of this whole thing of Roman having these titles for so damn long. Which is fine, but we're not doing anything with either one of the titles right now on those. Gunther hasn't fought since... Has he fought since Mania? Nope. They're just now doing like a battle royale to figure out who's number one contender. Which could we get a job trying to turn that? I don't know, but you look at that. And then the U.S. championship right now, there's really nobody in line to take on Austin 30 for that. So it's like, you got these two titles. Anyways. You kind of faded away there towards the end. I said, now you got the United States championship with Austin Theory that is no longer anybody chasing and nobody's really in line for that right now. So it's like, hmm, what do we do? Yeah. Well, at least it's not AEW. Shout out to their fans. They still haven't figured out how to shower yet. Shame. Right back at them. Shame. Could it? It could also be a lot worse. That our the the pillars of our of our favorite company could all be built like iPhones, and you know. What are you gonna do when Drew McIntyre goes to AEW? I'll watch AEW because as as long as he's you know going for the AEW AEW championship. I hope I hope WWE doesn't lose him. I feel like they're going to. Yeah. Well, that concludes my uh, my crowd my gear session. John, uh, do you get anything else to add there, buddy? Nope, but just wanted to remind the AEW fans tuning in to uh, make something of your life. Uh, put in that job application. Uh, take that Don't shower. Wash your ass. Uh, talk to someone of the... Uh, well... I was going to say talk to someone of the opposite sex, but, you know, if you if you like what you like, just, you know, try to have somebody that loves you in your life. Try For to, sure. You know, try to be a, a decent member of society. It's not hard to ask for. It's not hard. You know, getting out of your mother's basement is nice. But she's got snacks. She's got the snacks. But she's got the snacks. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got, but a uh, little, little nugget I wanted to throw in here. We legitimately have a little bit of a rivalry going on with two local wrestling promotions. Uh, we have Derby City Wrestling, and we have OVW. Yeah. Uh, both promotions, from what I'm hearing, are not allowing uh, their performers to go to the other one. So I think this could be uh, kind of interesting if they if they get some more eyes on it and people start paying attention. We'll have like a little little version of the Monday Night War. Yeah, we'll call it the Kentucky War. Call, we'll call it the Louisville War. We ain't gonna make that big. Yeah. What, what's, what's the war? What's Louisville? Yeah, the war for Louisville. I'm only saying Kentucky because it says Ohio Valley area, so it's kind of all incorporating. Yeah, there's there's a lot of smaller uh, promotions in the state. That's that's the only reason I'm saying it like that. But true, 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 true. 
Yeah, uh, but they're not allowing any other the performers to go to the other ones, and they, they both are on TV. So potential okay. there. But we'll have to follow that story. Yeah, AEW also or not AEW, Jesus Christ. OVW uh, has a pay per view coming up here in a couple of weeks. Uh, hang on just a second. Let me get that pulled up. Uh, I think it's June 3rd. Don't fact check me. I have a pay-per-view coming up June 3rd. Hopefully we can uh, see our boy Donovan uh, kill it again in another match. We'd like to see that dude get a push. Yeah. But... Uh, we'll go ahead and conclude the episode there. Uh, if you're good with that, Ken. Take us away, buddy. All right. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our social medias. Uh, if you if you haven't yet, your mom probably already is. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Cheap Pop Podcast, on Instagram at Cheap Pop Wrestling Podcast, on Facebook at the TNJ Sports Podcast, and on TikTok at Pop This Potty for the Cheap. Uh, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube as well. We're going to go a little bit of a different direction with the content on there. Not as much podcast, a little bit more of uh, skits and uh, video game stuff. Uh, we got some good things playing there. But that being said, this is Hook signing off. This is Kenneth, and we out.